Podcast time. We need it. We need a we need a song. We need like a yeah a song just that three of us jingle right at the beginning. Just podcast time. Oh. Hey, look at that. that audio Fuck. feedback. That's awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> to the uh, to the whole one person watching us right now. Uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome, to the welcome to the Maritime Milson Podcast. Uh, my name is Brad O'Dell. With me, I've got... Yeah, I go... I'm Brad Hooligan. I don't know. I don't know what to call myself anymore. Now that Facebook made you change it. <sighs> right? So, you have um, Stick with it, Hooligan. I'll stick with Hooligan. You can call me Hooligan. Uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Episode 100 of the Maritime Milson Podcast. Well, uh, This is the actual episode 100. We tried to do it at the field. Uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, with me, I've got Tuna. Hey, everybody. And we've got Guardian. Hey, guys. How's it going? So, uh, you, know, you might notice we don't have any guests on or anything like that. We figured for episode 100, we'd just take it back to basics, I guess. Um, you know, and... and... We need a symbol like that. <laughs> Who's fiddling with the audio? <laughs> It was me. I uh, I was like trying to follow along so that way I could see if comments came up, but it just started the feed like ten seconds behind where we actually are in real life, so it just was loud. But I have since muted it. Yeah, the feed is always way behind. Way behind. Just in case you missed those first twenty seconds, we just jumped it back a little for it. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, okay. Yeah. So we uh, let's let's first start with with uh, what was supposed to be episode one hundred. So. The plan was to do this uh, really awesome podcast from a field. I took out all of, <coughs> all of my equipment. I had more audio equipment laid out on a table than I did paintball equipment. Um, and uh, we had uh, hardware failure. So the, the laptop that was with us was not anywhere near as powerful as I thought it was. It, it, uh, it, was. Uh, it could not handle the software. And internet connection, unfortunately, was uh, was not where we needed it. We even tried tethering it to my phone to go through the cell phone network because it was technically faster than the high-speed internet at the field. Um, anyways, it just, one thing after another, it failed, it collapsed. Um, we were going to just try and do a recording and then upload that later. And that failed because the computer couldn't handle it. So, um, so if anyone wants to donate a computer, you know, we'll take donations. Um, not really. Don't, because I'm just going to end up with like hundreds of garbage computers in my in the mail. <laughs> You'll become a computer recycling business on the side. And whatever, whatever pays the bills. Um, yeah. So we ended up doing something on on, on the phone. And uh, that was pretty fun, though. I had, I had a good time. Like, we, we went on a little adventure through the train, and we brought we brought Nightmare with us, who uh, wanted to be on tonight, but he can't because he's working. So, real life does get in the way. That's why we're podcasting on a Wednesday rather than a Tuesday. Um, That's right. It is quite unfortunate. But uh, you know, let's talk uh, let's talk about that game. So so we were at Atlantica, Atlantica Outdoor Recreational Center. Um, all of us were for the first time, what in months we'd all been together 
Yeah. It was the first time at the field, I think, since their winter game last year. Yeah. So it was uh, good to be back and good numbers again. And mm-hmm. weather was a little bit better this time, although it was fairly icy. And I'd say absolutely every single person took a couple pretty big bales. I know myself, yeah. I did. But yeah, freaking great day. Like that field is a lot of fun. You get out there on those train cars and you're just oh like, God. it's it, it's insane. Like it's it really literally is. The, like when you're in those trains, the train becomes its own little field. You're not worried about what's outside the train. Because most of the windows don't open, so you yeah. can't even, like, there, there's a point uh, where you're, like, you're in the train, and you're, like, battling it out, and you look out the window, and there's just, like, two enemies, like, right there, and you're just, like, <laughs> looking to if you can open the window, or if there's a hole somewhere, and you just you just have to watch them in, like, perfectly clear glass through the window, and just yep. <laughs> hope you can somehow communicate it to a teammate who will go out there and get them, but it's, yeah. uh, that it's great. fun as hell, though. Those trains are intense, so tight in some areas, you can't even turn around. It's, like, shoulder width uh shoulder with aisles uh now we were were even using uh smoke grenades on the train as well i know we got in a battle and there was only like one minute left and uh we were kind of stuck on our end and we were just like you know what let's just keep moving don't stop until like time runs out and me and uh two other i think uh local new brunswick guys just pressed as far as we could up the train we got pinned back so popped a smoke grenade threw it up just started blasting through the smoke all of a sudden the smoke grenades coming back at us because they chucked it back and like then we're throwing it back at them again and it's just you can't even see it's you can't even like oh it was just insane like one of those true moments where your heart's just like out of your chest like those moments you play paintball for you know what i mean like gets you all amped up gets the adrenaline going you know it's uh it was just unreal yeah nothing like playing in those train cars that's for sure it was uh it's a story defining moment that's that's one of those storytelling moments. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? You have grandkids, and they'll just be like, tell us about paintball. I'm be like, sit down. I'm going to tell you a story about a train. Yeah. Um, so you're much like, check fun. out this video. And they're like, 1080p? What? That's fucking garbage. They're like, <laughs> Where's the full real-life VR edition? Yeah. Guys, you guys realize in like 30 years, our 1080p is going to be like VHS. Oh, yeah. It'll be like the equivalent of black and white. Like, that'll be like whenever they want to show like an old time movie from the early 2000s, it'll like degrade down to 1080p and like, you know, 60 frames a second. And we'll just be like, what is this garbage? How did you guys watch movies like this? Right. It's you're going to put a TV up. You're going to be like, OK, we're going to watch a 4K movie and it's going to have black bars on the side. <laughs> like, yeah. just... I'm oh. trouble watching TV shows from the 90s now that are in like four by three. And oh I'm just God, like, yes. I can't do it. I'm. I'm having flashbacks now to, we used yeah. to, we used to, my family has, my family has a home. We have a summer home. Helpful. Um, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we have a home. We also have a, technically it's a, it's like a summer home now, but, uh, it was up North point is there was an older family member who took care of it. This guy's like, in his, he was in his eighties, seventies and eighties when I knew him and the TV, they didn't have cable. They didn't have satellite. They had like the, the big antenna on the roof. So the TV literally had like 12 position dial. So I'm sitting there, I'm, you know, like 10 years old trying to figure out how to use this damn TV. The remote doesn't exist. And it's just like, ka-chunk, channel one, ka-chunk, channel two. <laughs> it tops out at channel 13 and then you got to start over again. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember those ones. The volume control on it, it was just like, it was like loud and not loud. That was basically it. Like it was... Oh, you wanted man. to play Nintendo, you had to set it on channel three and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
You had to like position yourself in this weird contorted way to try and get behind to unscrew the coaxial cable, <laughs> which was somehow fused onto the TV because it's so old. Um, I kind of miss those days, <laughs> actually. Anyways, uh, but yeah, the train, the uh, sorry, going back to the the train and and funny stories. Uh, so Blake and I discovered that we need to come up with code words. <laughs> <laughs> that's when, right when playing on the field <laughs> we, we came nose to nose at one of the junctions of the train and we're on the same team but we've been in one car and he's been in the other and uh we both kind of go to check to see what's going on in the other car and after a quick glance we just catch like a quick peek of each other and we both just sort of like snug back in and brad's like who's there and i don't want to answer because i don't know what team they're on we're only like three feet away and I think I'm being all stealthy. I'm like not breathing, not moving. And he's like, I can see your foot. And I just like <laughs> slide my foot back out of you. Like that's going to do anything. And oh man, the exchange was hilarious. Like, yeah, it was, it was pretty solid. It was just like, who's, who's in front of me? And then we just say, uh, nobody. That's what, not important. No, that's not yeah. important. What team are you on? Uh, I don't want to tell you. What's your name? That's not important. What team are you on? Uh, I don't want to say. Neither one of us could commit to saying the team name, so I just ran backwards. I just fell back into the next car and was just like, Brian, behind us. And then I fell back. (laughs) Oh, goodness. The important part is they were on the same team. Yeah, absolutely. And then we all got eliminated because Brian and I just assumed it was just the two of us trapped in this train car by ourselves. I'm like, after dealing with Brad, I'm like, all stressed out. I'm like, watch the back door nightmare. There's like four of them stacked up. He's like, fuck, I can see him. I can hear him. And we're all just like bantering back and forth, just freaking the fuck out. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's our own team the entire time. Oh, God. And then they just got us from the ends of the train instead. I know I got picked off. And then uh, I just kind of stood in the doorway once we knew we were just in the train and just waited. And two players just walked up right in front of the door and just unloaded on them. And then after that, they obviously knew where we were and they just came in guns blazing. And I took one like square away. Brian, I think, meat shielded me. And uh, <laughs> and he was still in and he was in for a while after I got out, like a good couple minutes. I assumed he was going to last another 30, 40 seconds. But we were in the respawn and like, damn, the game's still going on. They're still holding it out in there. So pretty impressive i know i think he was saying uh he'll have that video out tomorrow so we'll uh likely get to see what that looks like uh, excellent yeah I, I couldn't believe it. he was still in, still in when i had come off the field and and uh and they're like yeah brian's still out there like, what all right well, yeah poor bastard um <laughs> yeah, good luck my friend yeah. yeah good luck cheers i had a full-on conversation with with one of the guys who was uh good oh i forget his name now uh, he, we, he was at the entrance of the train and this is when I thought uh, Tuna here was a uh, <laughs> was an enemy so I thought I was pinned between two enemies so I was just like if I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory I'm going to have some fun doing it and uh, I'm chatting with him and it's just like you know what are you doing nothing hanging out just bantering back and forth and he, uh, he's sitting there and then he pokes his head out and he goes I could see you in the window shit <laughs> so he comes over <laughs> to the window so i'm darting in between the rooms back and forth and finally i crept up on him and just before he pokes his head around to come into the train i kicked the door closed in his face <laughs> and then i booked it back into the train and then i got lit the hell up 
not a whole lot of place to go when uh, when the paintballs are flying down a two and a half foot hallway. Yeah, like so. if even it is literally like shoulder width. Like yeah, it is. It's like, probably it's just a solid two feet. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Good, such good times though. Yeah, and the rest of the field too. Like I like the junkyard section of that field as well. It's like all trash compactors, trucks, garbage bins. You know, like. Uh, gas station stuff like it's pretty sweet it's a fun little spot the way they set it up though we didn't play a whole lot in that area this time it seems like most yeah. of the battling was in that top section up by the trains that's, but that's usually how the game goes because they they start so far back behind the trains that by the time they get to the trains we've already crossed the rest of the field uh, yeah the distances are equal like we're you know, <laughs> it, it's it's fair it's just the way the field is laid out they don't stand much of a chance getting to our part of the field so yeah and, and plus that, everyone just wants to play on the trains anyhow yeah. like it's uh you know it's like the unique the unique part of the field right it's uh, yeah. that's where you want to go yeah, but exactly if you go to prz and be like i'll just play outside for the day i don't think i'll go inside but oh, i can't wait to go back to prz oh i'm i'm looking forward to it hopefully i get there in june is june the uh, uh honey badger or is that the yeah oh, honey badger no. honey badgers yeah. in july uh what's August. june june is d-day Oh, D-Days, but that's at Ottawa, right? Right. Yeah. I might have to double-check these dates now. Uh, either way, I'm looking forward to Honey Badger. <laughs> yes, yeah, Honey Badger <laughs> and whatever the Operation Fulcrum or whatever they called it last year is to the one oh. in the October. That's a sweet event, too. We had a good time when we road tripped out for that yeah. two years ago. Yeah, so. Operation Fulcrum, and then the last one was Operation Cornerstone, and I yes, don't Stone, know yeah. what their uh, Tier 1's got planned for the next one. He's... Uh, He's been pretty quiet about all that, but I think he's getting back into the swing of things. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Um is always a great field to play. If oh, you, always. Uh, if you get a chance Absolutely. to go and hang out there, it's it is an absolute blast. And the best part is it doesn't matter how windy the day is when you're inside. That's right. Oh, shout out to uh Jake Cody, uh Mongoose from uh the Hydra Squad out in Ontario. They're hosting a Magfed game November twelfth at PRZ. And oh, from awesome. what I understand, it's like a very unique game set. Like you're, it, it's almost, um, it's like, you know, extra bit of role playing in the sense that there's not like defined teams at first, as far as I know. Like, I think if you go check out his page, you literally almost start in a free for all format, but it's not in your best interest to just like blast every person you see. So you kind of form squads, form groups and almost like informal teams in some ways to accomplish your short missions. I don't uh, probably not explaining it and doing it justice, but uh, that was kind of the gist of it, which really kind of sets it apart. So uh, it should be interesting and uh, definitely. So that one's on November 12th. So I think that's the holiday relating to November 11th. So it'd be a, a good time one to add to your calendars as well. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to. Uh... That's a really neat concept. Yeah, we should bring him on sometime. He's a great player. He's uh, got a YouTube channel, Mongoose, and uh, every time I head out to Ontario, I always seem to hit the field with him, and uh, we always team up. He's a great guy. Didn't we have Mongoose on at one point? Oh, good. maybe. 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 Not since video, though, if we did. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Either way, we'll bring him on. I've got, uh, we've got somebody from SAS coming on next week. Uh, we can definitely see about getting Mongoose on the week after. Somebody, yeah. re I'll reach out to him. I'll reach out. Yeah, to yeah, go uh, for it. To Mongoose and find out what we can do. I'm sure we can figure something out. Um, yeah. So there's something else about the game this weekend that was really fun. I just found the the entire atmosphere felt good. 
Does that make sense? There's, do you notice there yeah. were like no refs? Really, like we pretty much self-refed out there for like the majority yeah. of that, and yeah. there were no issues. Like I don't remember hearing anybody, even in those close-up train battles, like giving each other a hard time or complaining about yeah. hits. Positive. Yeah, no, it was yeah, like you're coming off the field, and there was none of this like oh, these teams are super stacked, et cetera, et cetera. It was just, right. yeah. it was people having fun. Yeah, they were going out, they were playing, they're having a good time. They wander back in, you warm up. You didn't even really need to warm It wasn't that cold. It was only like minus five, minus six. So cold enough to but keep still the ice But still, that heated staging area is like worth its weight in gold, uh, man. That is... And you see what he's doing my... with it? The, I'll have to get some pictures next time. I no, I didn't see. Uh, he's uh, he's building it. So when you walk in and you're in the you're in the, the staging area, there where all the couches are and stuff, the wall that all the little rooms are built into... Um, yeah is gonna look like like a, a side street in in uh like old germany or something like it's it's uh, a lot of a lot of older buildings being built like it's gonna look like older buildings um sweet basically his idea is that he wants to build up this uh really badass looking place to hang out and then you can rent it uh, you so know, that it's not part of like field play when you mean, or just right. as this is kind of just like the field play. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be part of the field so much, like play gotcha. so much as it's just going to be a really cool place, like to hang out if you want to take pictures of the team or something. Uh, he mentioned one idea that I think it's it's uh, if it were to ever be sorry implemented, it would be in the distant future. But the yeah. idea was uh, he's like uh, how do you, how do you word it? I'm gonna I'm gonna word vomit for a second while I try to get this ball rolling in my head. Uh, basically, he's like, okay, picture this. He goes, you rent the top, you rent the, the the staging area for yourself, right, for four hours. And uh, and basically, what happens is is let's say you're sitting down playing cards or whatever, but it's a whole scenario thing set up that the drop of a hat, him like the himself or or. or uh, an in-house team or somebody and this would be mostly airsoft i don't see, see them doing paintball for this is they're basically going to attack the building you're in so oh, shit. then it's like you know you could be hanging out having a beer a beer uh air quotes there here's fine uh and then suddenly I... somebody's storming the building and you've got to defend it that's and, pretty cool kind of turns... yeah like it's kind of a kind of something like that so he's kind of like really it kind cool of reminds ideas. me of like an escape room, except instead of figuring out mm, puzzles, yeah. you have to like fight your way out kind yes. of deal. Like, that that is okay. perfect. That perfect. is that literally puts my whole word vomit into it. <laughs> there we go. Is, I just did an escape room. It was pretty sweet. Uh, we've got like six here in Fredericton. They oh shitloads opened up out here too, man. Yeah, they had like insane. Yeah. Um, fun though. That's an idea. We should do paintball escape rooms. Yeah, that's right. If you if you don't make it out in time, you just get like have to run the gauntlet or something. That's right there. Um, <laughs> or just little holes in the wall, and people just shoot you from time to time, and then close it back. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like the eyes open up on a painting. <laughs> yeah, that's how he wants to run it. Basically, like an escape room except with airsoft guns. That's uh, pretty. I'd do it. It sounds like a good time. Video on YouTube, paintball, yeah, yeah. similar scenario. Search paintball movie. It's not in English. Okay. <laughs> All right, Brad, we'll look that up. Uh, paintball movie. It's not in English. Um, we'll figure that one out. Something tells me it's in Russian. 
Yeah, probably. I, I immediately, my mind immediately goes to that weird paintball movie that's on Netflix where it's like one guy has an actual gun. Really? And yeah, it's it's basically a paintball game and one guy's got a real gun and nobody knows who it is and he's just like dropping people. But it's <laughs> but it's very like Friday the 13th-esque. Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's like a horror movie. Nobody knows who's got the real gun because apparently they all look exactly like because they're all paintball guns, so they look exactly like uh, real <laughs> guns. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's weird. We it's a weird movie. Anytime I've ever seen paintball in a movie, other than like uh, blackballed, uh, it's always like it's always mixed in with real guns. It's weird. I don't know. Um, or there's just it, it, I don't think I've ever seen like paintball in TV before where I was like thank you that you guys just portrayed that like perfectly everyone's always wearing like sunglasses and like fucking right. splash getting shot in the chest like 3,000 times you're just like really that's not like how that works I don't think I've ever seen like an accurate paintball representation on TV no it never happens the you always see them they're yeah. always just like they like one of somebody dies behind a bunker and they're just like lift up the mask and they're like okay what's the plan like <laughs> yeah, put exactly. the mask back on <laughs> yeah. and the paintballs are always different colors what's up with that oh yeah that's right they're getting hit with like oh. rainbow shots like yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> somebody just took a took a hopper just filled every type of spare paintball just picking them up off the ground throwing yeah. them in um somebody needs to fix that boys we should make a paintball movie but not, not. Yeah, like, see, but that, it's like already, like, right already there. exists, like, right? So what do you do? Where do you go from there? You got to do it like a sports style movie, like a sports paintball movie, like the underdog team does the comeback against the state oh, champs yeah. or whatever else. That's like the only way you could, you know. Yeah, we do super campy too, but like Shaolin soccer. Like it's just like super yeah. bad special effects, and we'll all do backflips, and <laughs> power slide all over the field. It'll be awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Holmes was Bobby Dukes was real. He won the Hudson Valley Classic. Bobby Dukes is there's a scene. There's a there's the I'm trying to read comics. I got some what? Have you ever seen the Netflix documentary on Oklahoma D Day? Yes, I watched it and I fell asleep. I'm sorry, but it was horrible. It, um, you know what? I, I It was like not good, but I finished it. And actually, Aaron, like my wife, watched it with me and managed to make it through as well. So it was like at least like get through. And in the end, they kind of do have you like rooting for one team over another. Like it was, uh, I don't know, certainly not I, something I would uh, recommend to non-paintball uh... watchers. Like, hey, check out how awesome paintball is. Go see this documentary. But... It's, uh, you know, if you're into it and you like scenario ball, it's a pretty like, you know, it's decent at that point. But that's, I think, the only thing for paintball movie I'd say I've watched. Yeah. I have to say something about that Oklahoma D-Day, like that, that <laughs> uh, documentary, the parts I did see. Made made D-Day, because let's be honest here, when you throw 2,000 players plus on a field, tactics go out the window. Oh, it's, it's basically chaos. it's absolute yeah. pure chaos. Nobody knows who's shooting what or shooting where or shooting when. Uh, yet they've got these commanders who boil down to their people who boil down to their people, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I couldn't believe these people spend all year like devising tactics. Oh yeah, and it's just what like, I like is they were 
they were like infiltrating and sabotaging each other and stuff like that before it even happened. Yeah, there was that one scene where Buddy like quietly dials into the to the phone line, listens to the conference call. Yeah, like, or the guy who like pretended to be a supply coordinator for their entire team, and then he was actually on the other team and just didn't show up, and they didn't have any of the gear they needed because he was the supply <laughs> coordinator. And he was just a guy who like secretly joined into the chat group and then like worked his way up and was like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally handle like supply logistics. So then like just fucked him over. I thought that was pretty funny. But the, the funny part is we actually did a little bit of that this year in the uh, platoon leader uh, Milsim event. Um, you know, you kind of get going a little bit before it happens and they break you apart. So your team is not anywhere near the other team in the staging area. And uh, a couple of us had to be briefed for specialty roles. So I was EOD. So I had to be, you know, <laughs> Uh, taught what buildings I can blow up or bridges I can disable what I couldn't but it's attached right next to like the main command shack and what we did was that we took a radio and we jammed the talk button on and we left it in the rafters of the <laughs> command shack for like the event organizers and then when the time like we left that on we didn't get much out of that because like it wasn't you know the enemy team it was like the event organizers so we just catch little pieces but we did manage to sneak in when the event organizers snuck out and sneak in and took a bunch of pictures of all the maps and everything like that, like detailing stuff, and then sent it back to like our, our commander. And we used all of it like before the game time, but then it also kind of bit me in the ass. I, uh, I lost my radio during the night game that was set to all our secure channels and the enemy team found it. And, uh, I thought I just lost it. It was like in the mud. I was like, fuck, no one's ever going to find that. I can't find it in the night. And then at the very end of the two-day scenario, basically team captain of the other team walks back. He's like, yeah, anybody lose a radio? I'm like, yeah, I did. And it's still tuned to all the channels. Batteries like 100%, so they must have been charging it like the whole time. And just, you know, no wonder we got our asses kicked a bit because literally, like, we would command in our positions and they'd be like, all right, now we know exactly where these guys are. So I felt like a little bit of an, an ass at the end. But uh, luckily enough, I don't think anybody else really put it together. So uh, yeah, at least uh, save, save being given a hard time by everybody else on my team. So. There's certain Eastern Bloc countries I think you'd be shot for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And if any of like my platoon leader comrades are watching this, it totally, uh, I just made that whole story up for, for effect. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> yeah, it never happened. Never happened. <clears throat> oh wow, that's intense. Um, you Pretty know, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to, as much as I as I, I make fun of the guys for the D Day camp uh, documentary doing all that. It would be kind of cool to have that much that much depth to a paintball game where you yeah. uh, you know you are trying to sabotage. You have spies. You have you know. Um, Oh, it was wild. If we could get it, we'd like, you'd get each side had 12 mission flags. So like there were 24 missions total. So 12 per side. And, uh, but if you wandered into the enemy base or like there were NPCs for that. So like civilians playing the role for the scenario, if they wandered into your base, they could just take flags out of your bin and you would not get them back. So you could have spent your whole time completing this huge mission and then have no one really paying attention at base and have a civilian walk in, steal your mission flag, and it was totally useless. And we actually lost uh, year one, so two years ago, platoon leader. We were ahead by mission flag. We lost one to like a civilian who wandered in. The game tied at 11 flags each. It went to a battle down between the commanders playing one-on-one, -on -one, and our commander lost, and we lost uh, the event. So like, wait, sabotage so... stuff pretty huge it was pretty devastating and so what uh, you're saying is i'm gonna go to platoon leader and i'm just gonna find one of these 
NPCs and be like, slip my 50. And be like, can you go Dude, get me a flag? We, the first year they told us to bring like Snickers bars and candy to bribe like the NPCs, <laughs> like doing stuff for us. That's and it was like, in some cases, like part of the mission, like they wouldn't want to trade you something unless you had anything to give them. And eventually they had like the Snickers market was flooded. So you'd be like trying to give them little Snickers bars. And they'd be like, no, there's too many of those. Like what else you got? It was like hilarious, man. They did and That's I'm a little what... concerned because this year I've heard nothing about Platoon Leader. I haven't heard any announcements for dates, nothing. And it was in May last year, so I'm a little concerned it might not be happening, which is too bad because it really is the only true Milsim in MagFed Paintball. Like, I've been to events all over the place. It's the only true Milsim that I've come across. And it'd be a shame to see it kind of bite the dust because it was... Uh, always held the same weekend as Living Legends, and I thought that's like the perfect end of the extremes. You can go to Living Legends with 2,000 people, 30 people deep on a bunker and just spray paint, or you can go play 100 people on a 70-acre field and really like complete missions, be able to move through the woods, like not having to be like constantly hiding behind a bunker all the time. It was uh, a great event, and if it's not on this year, I'll be pretty sad and be looking to, you know, who's going to fill that gap in the future. Huh. We'll have to try it out. We need that bunker yeah. back. We need the D from bunker back. I don't care if he has a secure computer system storage company. I want a paintball yeah. in it. We'll wrap the servers in tarps. <laughs> that'll work, right? That'll that'll, that'll, that'll it. bubble wrap. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. bubble wrap, whatever, right? <clears throat> that's that's all we're gonna do. <coughs> Actually I missed out on that bunker game. I'm pretty jealous. I only saw that one from like Slim's videos, basically. I was uh, so close to quitting my job to go to that game. Cool. <laughs> so close. Did the VIP day and the regular day, and it was pretty enjoyable, I have to say. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Uh... <laughs> which one were you? Which one were you? VIP or regular? I did both days. It was two different uh, days. Oh, I see. I see. A man of the people and a VIP. I see how it <laughs> yeah. yeah. The VIP was just playing around with like the reps and stuff. Oh, okay. But, uh, pretty neat because we didn't have the same lighting so it was really dark um yeah like trying to navigate with flashlights and glow sticks that right. kind of stuff that's Dude, sweet we need a warehouse or something nope. we need to just we need to rent a warehouse or buy one somebody needs to buy a warehouse and let me use it so there's the perfect warehouse about I'm at 45 minutes from halifax that i've been like dreaming about picking up for an indoor paintball field because in the maritimes we have like what 10 you go count the whole Maritimes, probably more fields. We have zero indoor fields, if you can even count the chicken coop at Storm Warning. Like, a quality indoor field here would do very well. And up in Stewiak, there's a property for sale that's, like, pretty reasonable and would make one hell of a paintball field. But uh, unless everyone wants to chip in about three hundred and fifty grand or sign on to a $1,500 a month mortgage, we uh, might be waiting a little while. So, uh, you know, maybe. Well... <laughs> Maybe the podcast will blow up. We'll buy a warehouse. That's right. That's right. That's, yeah. that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. Um, no. Now, <coughs> Jesus Christ. Can't stop coughing. <coughs> Let's talk. Uh, speaking of who, somebody was somebody was part of one of the people, VIP and one of the people. Um, let's talk about that trip. Let's talk about that giveaway that we announced. Um, yeah. That has basically nothing to do with anyone in Ontario. Or Quebec. Tucker. <laughs> well, you're already hey, in Ontario, so. Yeah. Oh, you want to do the honors there, uh, Guardian? Sorry. 
Oh my god. While Hooligan dies. Big Hooligan died. Yeah, just just about. Just about. I need another cigarette. <coughs> Start smoking. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, Guardian here came up with the great idea uh, of, uh, of giving back. Giving back to the people. And uh, because we're going to D-Day in the summer, we thought, hell, let's bring somebody with us. And, Commando uh, D-Day. On yeah, Ottawa D-Day. Yeah. Yeah, the Ottawa D-Day game. Uh, you know, and there, I just put it up there. Um, yeah, he, he said, well, why don't we bring somebody with us? And he says, you know, we should we should nominate somebody. <clears throat> or we shouldn't. We should have people, the players nominate uh somebody who they feel deserves uh not an all expense paid trip but we will get you there and give you a place to stay and get you back and maybe pay for your paint not sure yet we'll cover the expensive stuff yeah pretty sweet gas rental car hotel right not a bad deal get you out there especially for some people who can't make it out that way very easily it's a good chance to get out there and play some of those big events we don't usually get to have here in the maritimes absolutely uh, I can hear myself. So we can hear, <clears throat> like, like, like within your skull, or like with no, the I'm computer. getting feedback <laughs> in, my, in my headphones. Oh, okay. So, anyways, <clears throat> the catch is, um, you can't nominate yourself because that's that's not how that works. Uh, the other thing is, you need to be 19 years or older. Yeah. Uh, we're not taking anybody. Nominate, not to nominate someone. Sorry, yes. We, you need to be 19. We don't need to end up on any special offenders lists for taking minors out of province. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be on any lists. You appreciate and uh, I'm not afraid of chaining you up outside the bar while I have a beer. So, unless you want to stand out in the sidewalk, don't come. Uh, so, 19 or older. And, uh, and you'll be stuck in a van with us. Yeah. That's the other catch. You're stuck in a van with us. Um, you don't have to drive if you don't have. It's not like it's not mandatory. Um, if you want to help split the driving, fantastic. If you can't drive or you're not allowed to drive, uh, can you be from the U.S.? Kevin, if you can get to us <laughs> in the Maritimes, <laughs> if you can, if you can get to Fredericton, sure, why not? Uh, but we're not coming to get you. <laughs> that's the catch um biggest thing though is is we're, we're looking for people in the maritimes or further away so if you're in quebec or in ontario you're already a lot closer uh than we are so you're exempt <clears throat> i don't know that's pretty much the only rules that's it we yeah, want yeah. people to nominate you can send myself a direct message. You can send uh, Guardian a message. Hell, you can send Tuna a message if you really want to. Uh, That's right. <laughs> Last resort, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, or you can uh, message the podcast on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, whatever, uh, with, uh, with a nomination. And we're going to go through the nominations. And, and don't just put a name. Put a reason. Put a reason why they deserve it. Because uh, if you put down a name and I don't know who they are, uh, then I don't know why they deserve it. So... Um, you know, we're, we're looking to help out those players that, that can't afford to, or, uh, you know, maybe they could, they can afford to take the time off, but the taking the time off plus spending the money is just not an option. Uh, mm -hmm. or, 
uh, just you know they don't have the money for whatever reason we really don't care uh, why you can't but it sucks that you can't so uh, we want to help out we want to give back maybe their partner won't give them permission to come so if you win a trip I don't know any partner you at that point. <laughs> if needed if you are nominated and you are picked if you we need can... a hot extraction we will come get you <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> Just busting smoke grenades everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be an Enola Gay sponsored uh, <laughs> extraction. <laughs> Into what'll probably be a minivan. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> and not one as cool as the Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. I kind of actually, I kind of want that to happen. You know what? No matter who yeah, gets nominated, in fact, that's mandatory. Now. Hot extraction is mandatory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is man. You are getting black bagged. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is happening. The zip ties uh, on the arms. <clears throat> oh, that'd be hilarious. I think we're doing it. I don't know what the legal ramifications of that though are. Yeah, we'll I'll have a consent I'll, form I'll, that will go along beforehand. I'll yeah. get them to sign yeah. a consent form. Just like pull the van up, jump out of the van, go sign this. As soon as they're done signing, just black bag them and throw them in the van. <laughs> yeah, dude in a suit, please sign this. As soon as it's gone. <laughs> Balaclava has come out. Yeah, <laughs> like some old lawyer comes out of the van. Yeah, yeah. I need you to sign this. As soon as it's signed, all right, you're done. Yeah. You've <laughs> been served. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that'd be hilarious. So get your nominations in, please. <clears throat> We'd love to hear who you believe. You want to collect the nominations for them. Say that again. How long do we want to collect the nominations for again? When we'll Oh, it's in June, so couple weeks. This is winter can book it off work and stuff. Yeah, so, wise choice. Say so have it open May. for two weeks, and then we can pick after that, and then that way they've got at least a couple months. Uh, let's go for uh, end of March. End yeah. of March. Yeah, that gives you April, May, June. April and May. It's two months to book time off. All right. No, nominations end of February because then that gives three months. Okay. End of February. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want people waiting forever either. We're just figuring this out on the fly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is how decisions get made. Here, I thought I was yeah. getting better. Um, oh, wow. So, end of February. If you get those nominations in, be much appreciated. Um, and I'm sure whoever whoever wins it will appreciate it. If not, we're picking someone else. Yeah, uh, you know what? If we don't get <laughs> if we if we don't get any nominations, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll pick somebody. We'll pick somebody yeah. we like. There's already two or three that were sent to me. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! That's great. Uh, yeah, so. End of February. So February 28th will be the deadline. Uh, yeah. Ryan Phillips. I've been looking for a paintball podcast for so long. Finally. Well, welcome to the yeah, party, yeah. Ryan. Glad you're here. How did you hear about us, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, seriously. How'd you find out about us? Well, we all just patiently wait for him to type out a response. <laughs> <laughs> He leaves, we just like spend the next 20 minutes of the podcast just sitting here being like, fuck you, Ryan. What did we do wrong? Stop making me laugh. Yeah. 
It's a good oh thing God. this isn't like an audio podcast or anything. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, now that we're done talking about D-Day, actually, we'll talk about it again at the end of the podcast, just uh, about the game itself, the event, not the nominations, but the actual event. Let's get on to uh, to some cool stuff. Check this out. Look what we have now. As soon as I unfold it and stop being a total friggin' amateur. What is it? How cool is that? Yeah, I can't even see you. I don't know what we're doing. You don't need to see me. The people okay. It's awesome. Um, right. The stream. <laughs> yeah. We got t-shirts. Sweet. Shit, cool shit. We got oh, t-shirts now. Uh, that we're going to sell. We're selling t-shirts. So how cool is that, right? Oh, I see the hearts flying. Look at the hearts. We got wow faces, smiles, likes. Look at all that. Oh, my God. Um, all that hard work paid off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, but now we've got T-shirts for sale. I don't know how long we're going to have these T-shirts for because there's only a handful of them. They are limited. How do we get them? Sizzle, don't you have enough stuff from me? Jesus, every time I turn around, I'm sending something to Sizzle. Um, <coughs> and, uh, anyways, we're going we're gonna to have them for sale on the website, which we have a website, by the way. It's MaritimeMilson.com. Why MaritimeMilson.com was not taken yet, I don't know. Um, it just seems like one of those URLs I thought I was going to have to buy. Yes, rich t-shirts. So, uh, we're going to sell them for... Um, Make it himself on the spot too. Twenty? No, um, I'm actually gonna go down in price because I was I was originally thinking I wanted to do twenty five plus shipping, but um, I felt that's too high, so I'll do twenty bucks. I want to do twenty bucks plus shipping, so we'll have them set up on the website. Pretty reasonable. Uh, everything's through PayPal, <clears throat> so it'll be it's very legit. Uh, so I will we'll send out the uh, the information and all that probably tomorrow once we get everything set up. The t-shirts only came in yesterday, so. Uh, very excited. Very excited. 20 Canadian or 20 U.S.? 20 Canadian. So, U.S. Free partners. to our American <laughs> brethren. Yeah, U.S. partners are probably, U.S. people are just going to just buy them up on us. Uh, I've got limited just number of sizes. In an and send it over. <laughs> if they sell really well, we'll order more. Uh, but I don't want to be swimming in t-shirts. And, yeah. uh, and nobody buying them. So, please understand that we used our own money to, to invest into these into these t-shirts so uh, if you don't get one not my problem so 20 bucks plus shipping we'll uh, we'll we will do that and uh, we're working on we're looking for patch designs so we're doing a uh, doing a, a, a collection I guess of, uh, of patch designs basically the way it's gonna work is uh, if you want to send in your design or your idea to us, uh, it doesn't need to be awesome. It doesn't need to be super high detail, but if you're going to really kick ass idea and you can sort of sketch it out half assed, uh, we know people who can build off that idea and, uh, and, and build and create something like if you're not artistically inclined, don't worry about it. But if you could put some lines on a piece of paper and explain what it's supposed to be and if we look at it and go, damn, that's a really cool idea. Um, we're gonna pick a winner. Whoever's whoever the winner is, uh, one they get their design turned into a patch. How cool is that? Uh, also, we'll send them a. Obviously, they'll, uh, they'll get a free patch. Send them one and yeah. something else. We'll throw some other swag in there too. 
Yeah. Just don't know what yet. A burlesque photo of the three of us. Maybe. <laughs> uh, a nice little spot in PEI. It just <laughs> popped in there. <laughs> right? Nice sandy, the wind blowing my beard. Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. Gut hanging out. So, well, <laughs> top three. <laughs> <clears throat> top three picks will get free patches uh the uh whoever originally designed it will get will uh i don't know we'll we'll throw you some extra swag for for helping us out and uh most of the reason being is, is that we, we thought about it and we thought none of us can draw <clears throat> and none of us are good at design so uh we figured why not you know the why not have the people help us out because the people are awesome <laughs> that's pretty much the whole thing <clears throat> so if you can uh you can send that to us on the podcast uh send us a message or you can email it uh show at maritime milson.com um, send in your design we've already got we already have one design and it's particularly badass and i don't have it <coughs> set up uh it was sent in by josh Josh, I forget your last name, Josh. I'm sorry. Um, he did an amazing job, so I'd love to see some other work. So. <clears throat> Jesus. God, I can't stop coughing. That's pretty much all the news we have so far, so let's move on to what happened down in PAX South in Texas. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, somebody may have... Well, you guys were paying attention, right? You guys know what happened. I saw, yeah, I saw Slim's videos from it. So it looks like uh, Greg Hastings was down there showing off the new game with uh, VR headsets and stuff like that. Kind of had the the crew down there, Wolf, Slim, uh, <laughs> yeah, Calista, so. I think. Maybe I'm making that one up, but uh, a few a few of the big names down there, and they're all characters in the game. So they kind of got to do some promoting by what I saw. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Uh, Pax South, which if you're not familiar with Pax, ever hear of there? There's okay. Let's do this. We've got to go way back in time here. Um, PAX is a video game convention put up by the guys who created a webcomic called Penny Arcade, which took off really, really well. The idea is that it's mostly indie uh, developers. So you're not going to go to PAX, PAX South, and you're not gonna, you wouldn't have gone to this and seen uh, Activision and Ubisoft and all them. Uh, you might have seen them, but mostly it was for the indie developers, for the smaller developers or... Um, <clears throat> the small studios. And uh, there was something like 60 or 70,000 pe- uh, 70, people went to this thing. So, wow. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Okay. My, yeah, that's oh, huge. Oh, my God. People need to. <laughs> Sorry. My computer's making a bunch of noises, and I'm being really unprofessional right now. And I don't <laughs> care because it is driving me nuts. Got it. Episode 100, you can do whatever you want. Absolutely. That's just it. It's episode I'm going to do whatever the hell I don't, I want. I don't even have pants on. Neither do I. This is the episode in the road. No pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this beard? It's fake. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, the secrets come out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, there was, you know, there was uh, Reaper, Wolf, Alabaster Slim, Greg Hastings, uh, I know I'm missing some, but those are the ones that I kept seeing pop up in my newsfeed. So they're the ones that are ingrained in the memory. And the whole point of it was that it was uh, Greg Hastings was showing off his uh, his new game, which is VR capable, um, which is pretty badass. Now, 
what's particularly badass is what better way to show the sport of paintball than to video gamers, right? Because yeah. they're they're already playing first person shooters, they're already gaming, they're already enjoying that. And then you go, hey, do you know you can do this in real life and not go to jail? Yeah. Like it's yeah, exactly yeah. right. And that's a huge number of people. And these are people that are going to stop by the booth and they're going to want to look and they're going to want to see. And to top it all off, Wolf Reaper and Alabaster Slim don't stand out as weirdos in this convention. <laughs> they just look like cosplayers. That's right. Yeah, I know. It, 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 someone was commenting that it's kind of weird that like they have to cosplay as themselves in some ways, like because uh, Slim's there, like in the you know the Hawaiian with the vest on and everything, right? Like yeah, so, you know. Yeah. So, it, so Wolf looks like he's out of out of Call of Duty. Reaper looks like he's straight out of uh, Overwatch, and oh my god, that, wow, that's, yeah, he looks exactly like out of Overwatch, and Slim just looks like somebody out of the Division, but not in the winter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so that's the division in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah, the division in Hawaii. So it was fantastic. A lot of people got to see what paintball is, and they got to experience it without getting hurt. Because and apparently, my the other cool thing they did wimps. was that they gave away like hundreds, if I'm not mistaken, passes to local fields yep. to yeah. get players out there. And I think they gave away like up to 20 markers as well. Like they gave away yeah. a lot of there was... you know tipping markers and a lot of passes to actually get people <laughs> onto the field as well. Look, there's yeah. no better way to get somebody into the sport of paintball and get somebody intrigued in the sport of paintball than to give them a free day. Even if it's just a field fee, like if it costs, if it covers the cost of the field fee and the rental package, and they got to pay their paint, whatever. Uh, but if you go to somebody and go like, "Hey, show you can go paintball for like twenty bucks. Here, take this pass for the whole day." Like, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and they're gonna go. And they're gonna have a blast. And you know, it's their first time. Two hundred paintballs will probably do them, right? I one they they're not gonna just like rip through it because they're probably using a ninety eight, so it's, it's pop, 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 right? So, I'll either go through it in 30 minutes or it'll last all day. That's like the yep. school. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No you middle ground. None. None no. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So, that's that was really cool. Uh, that was a huge boost to the to the world of paintball, I think. Because uh, we're a very closed group. So, yeah. paintballers talk to paintballers and paintballers show off paintball stuff to paintballers. Right. But it's mostly because, I mean, any niche hobbies like that. Look at, I don't know, out of the blue, model train building. Right. Nobody in any of my Facebook feeds, Instagram, or Twitter ever shows anything about model trains. Probably because they assume that nobody's interested in model trains. Right. Um, or they don't want to be the model train guy. You yeah, know, like... right? So you go looking for those closed groups, or those those groups of, of model train people. Um same for paintball, except it's it's still online, but you're still like in a very niche area. And not a lot of people are. You're not talking broad about it. Uh, so what better way to go into a gaming convention with sixty thousand people and be like, "Hey, check this out! How cool is this?" Yeah. Um, not only can you play it in the game, you can get out there and play it in you know real life. Like get your ass off the couch and you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there needs to be more of that. And then, uh, so you know, and even if. 1% of the 60,000 people decided, yeah, I'm going to become a paintballer like regularly. You know, that's still what? 600 players. There, thank you. Uh, 
Yeah. Let me just put my math. calculator away. Yeah. <laughs> so, boom, we just, you know, you just added 600 players. Now, 1% is probably really, really conservative. You're probably closer to looking at 5%. Um, you know, 1% is probably, yeah, you know, of 60,000, depending how many passes they gave out. Like, you know, you'll probably see maybe 1% show up, you know, if you get 600 people to even just hit a field that weren't going to hit the field before. Yeah. You know, then say maybe, you know, 10, you know, a third of those, you know, can come back and 10 become like diehard players. Like, I mean, you know, even though Texas is probably pretty big, an additional 60 diehard players and another 200 casual players in the community makes a difference. Like, it really does. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, Now, I just realized that I have been watching the comments. So if I've missed anything important. Yeah, uh, same here. My phone died. So apologies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the other oh, thing though uh hooligan what you were saying there about uh you know the paintballers like usually just keep it together with other paintballers i'm sure you guys saw some of the posts that were going around like people nominating other people to post one paintball picture in their profile or whatever yep. and uh i actually saw you know i mean while you know most of the people in my newsfeed or a good chunk of them are paintball anyhow it was pretty big to see, you know, now scrolling through my regular feed, like not just from the groups, but actual people's, you know, regular pages seeing, you know, profile pictures or action shots or here's a video or explaining why I like the sport, you know, even little things like that. You're right, Brad, like help, you know, normalize it or, you know, let people know like, yeah, people play paintball more than just for bachelor parties and, and you know, birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. It's you just got to show the people that, right? You got to show them that it's not that there's more to it than what they see on TV. And yeah. what they see on TV, unless they're actually watching a paintball game, like if, uh, excluding the actual paintball leagues, what they see like, on TV shows is never right. Ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever, ever. Um, which I don't understand why they can't get it right. It's so simple. So easy. Just get it right. And that's kind of the nice part about YouTube gaining such popularity with paintballers is that now like footage, game footage is out there and like people can see watching Slims or Nightmares or whoever's videos, you know, holy shit, you literally can get out there and play what is almost Call of Duty in person. Like, you know, the the meg fed markers and not having that giant hopper in the way of your camera, like really made paintball videos, I think, much more accessible. Like, I, I mean, but were there really that many, I guess, before Slim that were, you know, Hopper players that were really doing first person? Or so he's kind of the, the introduction for me, at least. Before Slim, mm-hmm. um, I knew about two paintballers before I got into paintball. Or when I first got into paintballing. So when I first joined uh, the sport, shouldn't even say joined the sport. The first time I got hooked on the sport, um, there was two names in the world of paintball. To me, there was Greg yeah. Hastings. Keep it short and sweet. Basically, and my software just crashed and then uncrashed. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> that sucks. Did it recrash? I don't know, but I'm legitimately worried that it ended the feed. And I think the show just. Uh, Yeah, it's just showing the banner right now, I think. Oh, shit. Hmm. Quick, somebody let us know if we're still live. <laughs> Brad says we're still live. Keep going. We're going to keep going. Okay. All right. Uh, Borg. Borg Tech was a very cool gentleman. He was from Croatia. 
to Sweet. get PayPal gear into Croatia cost an absolute fortune uh, because of import tax. So he'd only ever buy anything like once. Like he did not buy things once. He would, he would do one purchase a year because I right, guess like the import giant... tax. <clears throat> yeah, because the import tax, I guess, like capped out. Gotcha. So it didn't matter how much he ordered. Uh, he always paid the same import tax. He came up with some of the first paintball mods I'd ever seen. Um, some crazy stuff like uh, building a, a, a hop. It wasn't quite a hopper, but it was a pod turned into a hopper. Uh, that was it was almost like early day uh, magfed it was kind of weird uh, and uh, what else did he come up with he was he had like a, a sweet looking helmet that he had affixed to his mask and it had like bullet for spikes going up uh, really cool stuff um, so what time period would have this been like when were these videos being released 2008 oh wow yeah um <laughs> i can only imagine the like the limitations of the cameras back then probably would have made filming like fairly difficult so he never yeah. played never filmed in game or he played he filmed once or twice in game but most gotcha. of the stuff were just tech videos um okay and he did a really great job <laughs> to the point where like people were were paying to fly him around to to come to games because he was in croatia uh and he had such a passion for the sport uh, unfortunately he committed suicide um uh-huh. and uh it was a huge blow to the to the community that everyone who knew him i mean a lot of, some people knew him a lot of people knew of him uh, right. so that was a shame so if you ever get a chance look up borg tech um he did a really really good job of like early day modding and it was some really badass stuff and uh always really impressed by his stuff he was i watched him uh, religiously and tried to tried to do what he did. I never could. I could never had the skills to to mod things like he did. So that was a shame. <clears throat> but anyways, if you have a chance, look him up. He's very very yeah. cool. Very cool guy. Um, I think the video feed is cut. Just for the record. Just audio. Yeah. Ah. No, I, I just want to interrupt you when you're talking. <laughs> really. Is, is the audio gone? Uh, the video. video. No, it's not on mine. I can still see it. Okay. Some people were saying crows and where the viewers go. I assumed he meant us. <laughs> That's all the viewers are gone to. Uh, Rich was doing that thing. What's it was more? just showing the band for me. Maybe I got to refresh it, though. Yeah, I don't know. I- I'm seeing everything fine on my end. anyways we'll find out at the very end now what was i gonna say right that's fine now uh carrying on let's talk uh speaking of modding check us out uh new from our friend over at magfed maker Uh, he's got a lot he's got a ton of stuff uh right now but this really caught my eye because it was just cool as hell (laughs) (laughs) so what did he call is it, it? the uh, his new AK build for the M17? Yeah, I like that T15 uh, that he's got the T15 Magwell on it. Yeah, because then you can do the actual like AK loads without the collar. Because I was talking with somebody recently who had done the AK mod to their Milsig like square head mag, but or to their Magwell. 
Yeah. But because of the square head itself, you can't really do that kind of like angled click in and click out. That really is kind of the point of doing the mod. But with the T15 mags that uh, MegFed Maker that Ray's using, uh, he's showing some nice, like I watched a little video of it, and those are some pretty slick and smooth uh, mag changes he's got yeah, going on. They're very, they're very authentic to the way the AK's mags actually uh, actually load in. Uh, this yeah. caught my attention. Just It's the... Uh, the, the handguard, the PDWK handguard. Uh, it's forty bucks on this Very website. It's olive drab, coyote tan, black, and gray. Uh, it's it's designed to work on the Milsig's uh, M17 SMG. So, uh, I just thought what caught my attention was the detail. Like it is very cool looking. Uh, it's got a little lots of little details in it that it doesn't necessarily need to have, uh, but it I do like the fact that it has it. It's got the little nuts and bolts in it. Um, the grip right at the bottom is there and then it just it bolts right onto your smg if you have one uh i thought it was absolutely fantastic so 40 bucks on his website and uh he does a, a really good job definitely worth checking out and uh what else was there i forget now we're coming to the end of the podcast so not the most exciting uh of episode 100s let's be honest here but <laughs> Who cares right it's good sometimes you know to kind of we didn't Relax. you know have a set topic but it's nice to sometimes you know just have us on you know with the guests we you know can get distracted sometimes or go into it's kind of nice when we can dive into some topics here today we didn't go too deep on anything but at least it gives us the opportunity to in the future sometimes yeah absolutely um now <clears throat> hopefully I, i'm gonna let everyone know now and i'm gonna let everyone know in the next two podcasts coming up um in the near future the podcast might take on a different look and feel for about a month uh we may not be going live for a couple of weeks but we're still going to try and put out uh a weekly audio podcast up on the regular websites of soundcloud uh, and google play so <clears throat> i don't want to say why uh nothing serious it's just it's uh not something the internet needs to know about <laughs> so there you go um top secret yeah super top secret secret squirrel stuff um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it's it's honestly it's nothing serious it's just uh i just don't want to announce it to the internet but uh we'd be losing uh losing i think we might be losing our capability to go live for uh for four to five weeks maybe not worst case scenario we do we, we just go back to the old ways of putting things on soundcloud and and google play and everything will be fine and then when we come back after four or five weeks you'll miss us this beer will be huge um it'll be fantastic it'll be great now let's bring that banner back up so the tipman challenge d-day at commando paintball um in ottawa ontario june 11th of this year book it off registration is not open yet but it is opening very very soon uh there's technical difficulties from what i understand super excited crazy game last year there was 850 ish players solid numbers great time uh pyrotechnics speedballers mag fed pump i think there was a, a bow at one point uh, is it uh <laughs> first strike friendly i can't remember first for this strike friendly <laughs> uh yeah. yeah 
So there was everything was there. It was so awesome. Uh, all the vendors that you would expect were there. There was Die was there, MaxTech was there, Widowmaker, Milsig was there, uh, Badlands and Titman were there, uh, Armagillo Armagilla was there, and uh, Dog Tags. Crap, I can't remember the name of his business. Makes Dog Tags. Nice guy. Anyways, they were there. Super great time. Everyone had a blast. Uh, you know, there's a, there's like some games on Saturday and then there's a big bonfire, uh, and a bit of a party camping and then big game on Sunday. And then everyone goes home. Now here's the catch. If you're going to go, you can camp on the field, find a place to camp, uh, for free. That's cool. Or if you want to get a hotel, uh, book now because it is the 150th anniversary of Canada, uh, so Ottawa is the capital, if you didn't know that, which means that all the hotels are probably booked by now. <laughs> so Ottawa's got some crazy stuff going on all summer, and uh, it's going to be a hell of a time. So if you can go to this game, please do. Keep in mind, a portion of the proceeds from this event goes to the Military Families Fund. Yes, that's it. Uh, to the Military Families Fund. Basically okay. a charity that helps, uh, helps out military families. And uh, isn't it the Soldier On campaign? Um, I have to double check. From what I understand, it's it's the Military Families Fund, um, oh. which I think Soldier On is part of that. I could be wrong. I'll find out. I'll get all the details uh, from Murray later this week, and I'll find out exactly where the money's going. But a part, a, a lot of the money is going to a, a military-based or military-oriented charity. <laughs> I can say that much. Um, Great cause either way. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's gonna be there. Everybody. Uh, we're gonna be there. Uh, Slim will probably be there. He was there last year. Maybe he'll go again. Uh, Wolf will be there. Aztec Dread will be there. Huh? Dread Cam will be there. I'm Dread sure. Cam will be there. Who? Uh, congratulations to Dread Cam. He just uh, is officially. Uh, Pretty cool on the die tactical team so that's super cool so he's he's there alongside aztec uh reapers coming down greg hastings will be there again and there's a couple other people that i forget i gotta write these names down anyway hell of a time really really good time uh the and there was so much paint last year being shot that uh gi just parked a truck a temperature-controlled truck full of paint. It was fantastic. That's um, very There wasn't any dimpling. There wasn't anything. I did have some ball breaks, but that was mostly because I didn't realize that I was running into sand and uh, and then tripped, and then my marker went straight into the sand. So I'm blaming the sand on, on getting into the marker and, like, destroying every paintball I had uh, on me at that time. <clears throat> Whatever. Rookie mistake. It happens. And, yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be a really good time. And lastly, the uh, we still have that draw going on for the the MaxTac TGR One Desert Tan Limited Edition. This thing's coming in full of uh, all up to date internals. Uh, Twenty dollar ticket. This marker is worth five hundred bucks, and uh, all the proceeds are going to us. So MaxTac was kind enough kind enough to uh, to donate the marker, and uh, every dollar's coming back into the podcast. 
and, and I hope we're proving by inviting a player with us and taking a player with us at, at, at our cost is that we want to prove that the money that is coming to us when you guys buy merch from us uh, or if you just throw us a couple dollars or something that we're not pocketing this. None of this money goes into our pockets at all. Um, it goes back to the community. It goes back. Yeah, it goes back into the community um, and uh, it goes into uh Actually, hell, even the equipment that we've that I've bought is not using podcast money. Uh, is using my own my own money, as with the other two here. You know, they they've used their own money. Uh, the podcast money is for merchandise. I think eventually it'll be used for travel to get us places. Um, that's that's pretty much it, and and for giving back, and hopefully we can do more of these trips because I think it'd be really cool to bring a, bring somebody with us every year. Um, you know, if yeah. we can do two trips a year, then maybe we'll do that. But so it's a, it's a really, really nice marker. What you see is what you get. Um, I'm sure you'll love it. And if you don't, it's, you can flip it, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's $20. You, asshole. you better goddamn. Yeah, like it's, it. it's $20 ticket. Come on now. Uh, you, you, you sell, probably trade it to Guardian if you don't like it. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Guardian will probably trade it for you. He'll, you know, he'll give you a, I don't know, like an A5 and, and some money. An axe and, plus uh, cash. An axe yeah. plus cash. <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, maxtac.ca is where you can buy those tickets. Uh, they're kind enough to host that for us. And uh, we'd really appreciate it. Now, that's it. That's all I got. So unless anyone that's else has anything. Good. No. Ne- next week, I'm going to be starting a new segment called Tuna Does the News, where I'm going to try to break down maybe some of the new products, new stuff that sort of happened during the week. So... Uh, if you've got any ideas or anything that you think I uh, might kind of went under the radar, uh, shoot the podcast a message, and I'll be sure to review over them. But so far, I mean, we've got new paint from PsyOps. We've got we haven't even talked about the Milsig pistol. We've got drum mags from Rap Four, stuff from Tiberius. You name it. Pretty much everybody's been putting out uh, new products, and we'll even go over what maybe uh, Andrew Boyce and uh, you know Ray are putting out for Nova Games and MegFed Maker, and really try to every week sort of keep everybody up to date on what's new in the MagFed community. Awesome. Fantastic. So send us your suggestions. If there's a company in particular, you think we should need to keep our eye on if they're a new up and coming company. That's not getting a lot of attention. Shoot us a message. Let us know. We'll, uh, we'll give them that attention they deserve. So, uh, that's it. That's it, everyone. So thanks for watching. Anyone who's listened this far. Thank you so much. And if you're listening to us on, in the car or while doing dishes, uh, well, thanks for putting us on and using us for background noise. We still appreciate it. And uh, that's that's it. So, again, everyone, thanks. Until next week, cheers. See you.